Fresher Than Your Father podcast. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, what can you say, hey? I feel like every show, the singing is just, the, the, the singing vibe is just getting stronger. It's getting stronger. That's straight from Another Wasted Night. Another Wasted Night. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, man, still my favorite Common album. Yep. Yep. It's that. Uh, we're going. No, no, I was going to take this off. We got to do the, the, the basic information stuff. This yeah. basic information. It's like. Yeah. You know. I was about like to. Basic information. Like in. Like if you're playing like a Dungeons and Dragons role playing game, you have right. hit points and armor class. Those are basic information. I just revealed myself right there. Actually, in middle school, I, I, I spent large, large numbers of hours developing my own role playing game. Cause I was more into like figuring, like telling stories and nerding out on that shit than. Oh yeah. Games. Um, that's, it's, I've just revealed a significant thing there, but I'm just gonna let that let that slide, and we're going to move on. This is episode 34. Wow. And I'm not going to lie to you. It lacks the punch of 33, but we're going to roll with it. Yeah, it, 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 it's not really the thing. But I got to say, each episode, I'm like, damn, 34. All right. Here we are. Word up. Now, last episode start. Got a little, it started off a little slow. Yeah. Some, some, some big pauses that weren't meant to be pauses. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of like when you get on the bike that only has one speed and you're getting on at the bottom of the hill with one speed. You right. You kind of just, you're hitting yeah. those pedals like, you know? Yeah. Little, 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 little grunts. You know what I mean? Like, alright. Couple, couple. Hey, maybe I should stop right here. Yeah. And then, and then you realize you can't. Yeah. And then you just get into you. You, you, you're going up the hill, and you're like, "All right, here I come." Boom. Ayo. Ayo. It's a big ayo, but you know. Here I come. Here I come. We're adults. It may not appear like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we are indeed adults. So at least we, pre- we, we pretend to be, at least. Yeah, whatever an adult is. Who who knows what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were going to go somewhere before I cut you off and, and came back with the armor class and the hit points. I don't know what I was going to go with. You are going to go somewhere. I don't know. Blasting off spaceship status. Yeah, I was going to deviate us, but we needed to come back. We needed to settle down. We need to establish it was 34. And we need to establish that we're fresher than your father. So, fresher than your father, that's F-T-Y-F, right? F-T-Y-F. So, if we wanted to get, but, but like, if we wanted to, because, you know, like, abbreviating, abbreviating words is, like, real trendy now, right? Yeah. Everybody's so yeah. busy, you can't really. So... Is it enough to say FTYF or should we come with like uh FITIF? But see I or, feel like or I feel like a lot of, a lot of these abbreviations they're they're action statements, laugh out loud. Right. You know I mean? right. For a long ass time I didn't know what L M A O meant. Right. 
I was like, I knew it was like a step above laugh out loud. Yeah. But, but I was like, I have no fucking clue what that stands for. Now that I think about it, I don't even really know what, what does it stand for. It stands for laughing motherly and openly. There it is. We're bringing knowledge to the people. Knowledge, man. So yep. basically, what I'm trying to say is that if we're going to use F, FTYF, FTYF has to be a verb. Has to be a verb? It is a verb. So what you're saying is we're not creating fresher than your father. We're fresher than your father ring. Exactly. I like it. All right. I like it. Book it. There friends, it is. tell friends. Youngsters, tell your younger siblings. Indeed. Over yeah. cereal, because that's really where things get passed down. It really is. The real shit happens over cereal. Yeah. Right now, I'm rocking a honeycomb. Just bought the new box this morning. That's what's up. It's been a long time since I've had a honeycomb. This stands up? Yeah, I, I'm digging it. It's a little, you know, it, it, it's kind of light, but it's nice. It's not overly sugary, but it's, you know. There's a place for the light cereal. Yeah. Don't let people tell you otherwise. Not every bowl of cereal has to be a fucking, has to beat you over the head. That's why Cheerios is, has has such yeah. staying power. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to crunch on things with milk. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Friends. Friends. It's me, it, it's, it's me and Dave, and and we're, I'm trying really hard to just move us along, to get up that hill <laughs> and to coast on down. <laughs> Look, all right, so right before the podcast, I, I'm, I'm struggling with something, Ian, and I need your help. I'm struggling with it. So we've... We've established that we're like borderline degenerate basketball fans, right? And I've spoken borderline. I've spoken openly about my wish for the Cavs to lose, to get a really good draft pick, to pair with the sublime Kyrie Irving. He's sublime, right? Yeah. And then, Ian, so this evening, they beat the Boston Celtics, on the road in Boston by one point. A great win. Great win. Last week, they beat – didn't they beat the Knicks? Yeah, I think so. Now, the Knicks are whack, inexplicably whack. But what – what am I supposed to – (laughs) like – It's not helping the goal of another nice draft pick. But see, here's the thing. The nice draft pick comes with an emotional toll. When they lose, it's not whack. It's just, I mean, it's not fresh. You just go, well, at least they're closer to a pick. And when they win, it's like, yo, that's fresh, but they're further away from a pick. <laughs> right? <laughs> and meanwhile, the Knicks are trash. Right? They're trash. Oh, yeah. Complete trash. It's, it's like... I don't know. Aliens have taken over the bodies of of uh, Amari and Carmelo. Oh yeah. And slowed them down or something. Something's happened. I'm not yeah. sure what's happened. It's really bizarre. Then 
the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks lost their best player. Yep. Uh, really sad for, for Andrew Bogut, but that's what happened. Um, Atlanta's still winning, which is good. Orlando is degenerating. Like, it's just, yeah. it's, I say all this to say, like, it's totally possible for them to get in the playoffs and not get a lottery pick. Yeah, what, how do you feel if they get in the playoffs? I mean, one, I'm excited because that means. You're so conflicted. I'm totally conflicted. <laughs> On the one hand, it means we've got young winners, right? We, young, like I'm at, Young winners. Young I just want to shout out that term, young winners. I like that term. It's a nice term. Yeah, anyway, so, go on. All you young people out there, attempt to be a young winner. But, yeah, you want you want young people that are, are young players that are about winning, right? Like, they're not on some, oh, well, we know we got to suck to get good. They're like, no, if we're playing a game today, I'm going to try to beat you. That's exciting, right? But they're just going to get swept by the Bulls or the Heat and get ready for another year hovering around 500. Yeah, we can't have that. Who benefits from that? Who wins? Not I, Ian. No. No. What so happens if that happens? What uh, Will protest be staged? There will be sobbing. I'm not afraid to admit that. There will be protests. Request for trades of marginally good players. See, that's what that's what gets you mediocre, right? One great player, and I'm I'm on the verge of giving Kyrie Irving the great title. One great player, two or three above average players, and some solidly mediocre players. Mm-hmm. Get rid of Andrew Verzal now. He's a hard play. He plays hard. He plays smart, and he's been to. Long playoff runs. He knows how to win. Get him out of here. What are we doing? Antoine Jamison is old, skilled, and needs one more contract. Get him out. He's going to make shots. He's going to score points. He's going to make smart plays. He's going to try to help you win. I don't want any parts. Like, But neither of them are like, oh, they're like, you know, they're not even Joe Kim Noah. They're not Boozer, Ian. Boozer. You shouldn't even be talking about Boozer. Hey, speaking of which, so we're taping this on Sunday, uh, January 30th. Is that right? Did you? It, no, I think it's the 29th. Is it 29th? I think you might be in the future. I'm in the future. So we're, we're, we're on the 29th, and I watched the Heat play the Bulls. Did you see that game, Ian? No, I missed it. Ian's working, being productive. I would, actually, I was cooking some, some penne with some fresh basil. Nice. Fresh basil. Yes. Sweet. Anyway, yeah. I'm watching the game. I'm about 99% sure, Ian, that Carlos Boozer dyed his beard. <laughs> his beard was a solid two shades darker than what little bit of hair. Now, I know his hair, he's bald, but, like, it did Ian, it shouldn't look like that. No, see, you mentioned this before the show, so I went and looked this up on Google Images. Recent pictures of Carlos Boozer because he said something about the beard he said the beard was a little weird oh yeah and that was my I was I was expecting some kind of crazy you know like 
design or some crazy like wild like wild man type beard where the the hair is going in different directions. Right. It was just like a stylish beard, but that was the thing. It looked <laughs> several shades darker than the the little hair he has on his head. So it looked it looked kind of painted on. Dude. Dude, Very what strange. what is so bizarre. It's really, really creepy. And and you see there's this trend going around these days. You'll see it on these internets where guys have hair and beards that looks like they've been they've been stenciled on with wow. marker or paint. Like this is the new thing. I don't want to say it's like a popular thing, but I've seen several troubled young men representing this look in public places. It's a problematic look. It's worrisome. <laughs> <laughs> don't go out like that. Youngsters, look, look, it just, it, it can't, that it, it can't be that. Nah. It can't be that. We're, we have to shut that down now. I, I can't even put it in the word. It, it's just boozer. What are you it's, doing? And, and what makes it even worse is that he played a really nice game down the stretch. Hustle plays, smart plays. Oh, man. He, he, he did a lot of things that, uh, that would make. He's going to inspire these cats to to start drawing on their beards more. That's cats. that's exactly right, Ian. People are going to say, "I see Boozer. I want to be Boozer, including the weird beard." <laughs> <laughs> it's really it, it, it's it's a little creepy because what are cats going to do next? Are they going to come with with weird hairstyles, eyebrows, drawing it, things? We've reached the age where we're gonna, we're pretty much guaranteed to be shocked and, and disappointed by what the youngsters come up with. <laughs> if, and if we have older people feeding them this like swill to build with, then it's just gonna go so far off the rails, man. Wow, man. So far off the rails. Such old commotions. <laughs> we really are. <laughs> Although, what are you doing drawing on, like, hairstyles? Come on now. You can't. Nah, man. You can't do you can't, that. You can't do that. Nah. Yeah, look, that never looked good. That never looked good. Ever. Not on a grown adult male. Nah. See, I'm not afraid to admit that I've watched What Not to Wear several, several times and enjoyed it. <laughs> I've seen women get made over. Word. Sometimes. The eyebrow, Ian, it's a little thin. Sometimes you get a thin eyebrow. You take a little bit of whatever makeup styles women use, and you fill that in, right? You fill that in. Looks like a full eyebrow. She wins. We as the the onlooker win. Everybody wins. Winning. Young winners. Precisely. (laughs) I could could not laugh. But... That's where it stops, I think. I it's, think so. It's like, it's like, do you remember back in the day when they used to have this spray can that they would use for cats who were balding? And when their hair was thinning, they would spray <laughs> this stuff in their hair and it would thicken yeah. it up. You remember that style? Ideas, man. All kinds of things. It's basically that. It's basically that. And I'm not afraid to suggest that a boozer sprayed that on. I'm not afraid to admit. Let's just go here for a second. Yeah, that's what we do. We do that. Podcast number 34. 
that in middle school, I used an inordinate amount of hairspray back when right. I had hair. Right. And I remember tapping I, throughout the day, I tapped the top of my head with my hair and yeah. feel how it was just completely hardened together. Mm. All right. And this is just one of those things. These 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 things you do when you're you're a youngster, feel various peer pressure. Right. For dealing with various things, you try to you know you try to you try to do these things, and you end up just going out, not winning. And it's not, not a winning, winning thing. I wasn't see, a young winner. The wait 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 wait. Let's be fair. Let's be fair to young Ian. Let's let's go back to Portland. And and let's look beyond young Ian. Let's survey the landscape that young Ian operated in. How much other hairspray was going down at that time? A lot of hairspray in middle school. A lot of hairspray in middle school and really long tube socks that you then kind of bunched up towards the shoe. That I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit a little bit of freshness in that. I, I think I see some freshman freshness in that. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yo, you remember when Hawaiian shorts were in? Do I? (laughs) Do I? The Bermuda joints. Yo. Yo. Oh, yeah. I thought I ever went out and got any, but my cousin would send me boxes of his hand-me-downs, and boom. Boom. Hawaiian shorts, son. I remember running the Hawaiian shorts with the vertical blue and white striped shirt. Shit. And having my gym teacher essentially tell me that's not quite working. <laughs> you you've happened to part a bad combo, young David. That was not a winning day for Dave. But yeah, I remember but, those. But I bring this up to circle back around to say that you know middle school, high school, you're a youngster. You're doing these things. You're trying these styles. Right. You're operating. You know, you, you're trying to figure out, you're trying, you're trying to impress these girls, kind of playing yourself out occasionally when that, do, in doing so. But yep. you know, yep. you're a youngster. Yep. Some some youngsters they get it, boom, styling, doing things. That wasn't me. Oh yeah, yeah. But, um, but at a certain point, you grow up a little bit. Mm-hmm. When you grow up, it's not the time to paint various hairstyles onto your face. <laughs> you so completely summed it up just succinctly. It's not the time for that. No. That, t- that time is done. Time as, is done. As, as my Duke Khalil would say. You're a landmark because busters ain't fly. <laughs> that is so real. Busters ain't fly. Shout out, by the way. Shout out. Shout out. I think we summed that one up. We did. We did. We did. Lessons, so, yeah. lessons were taught. Knowledge was born. Birthed, as it were. Birthed. The rays of sunshine came out, beams 
refracted in various levels, various ways. I think everyone out there listening right now can attest their skin feels warmed. That's right. Babies sang and birds chirped. I love that the baby sang. <laughs> they can't really talk, but they sang, which really, what could be more beautiful than that? <laughs> Other than a fresh donut, what's more beautiful than a baby oh, singing? Wow. Wow. Yo, I want to shout out to Arena's co-worker out in L.A. right now. She came with the email. I shouldn't, I don't know if I should name people by name, but maybe I'll edit that out. Shout out. Shout out, man. She came with the email right before she took off. Asked me for the big favor. Uh Uh-huh. Book her this last-minute hotel room for this conference because what she had fell through. And I was like, yeah, I got you. But. You gotta check for those donuts if you're out right. in LA. Right. Not only did I hit her with the location of my favorite LA donut spot, DK Donuts, shout out. Shout out. I also hit her with a couple of photos on Google. So she know she she got schooled on that old fashioned maple frosted. Leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. And then she hit me back that her brother happens to live a block away from DK Donuts. Oh, wow. So I'm crossing my fingers that a couple donuts this week, a couple West Coast flavors. Wow. So let me ask you this. Does the deliciousness of the donut override any threat of staleness that may occur from the duration of a cross-country trip. It's it's a risky move, but I got to say, it's it's fucking delicious. And when you're yeah. packing that much sugar into something, yeah, the, you know, like a 12-hour little thing, mm-hmm. it's not, the, I mean, it's not going to be as good as if you're up in there, but it's still, still good. Right. Right. But, you know. It, I think every adult male in America agreed with you when you said it's not quite as good as when you're up in there. I was gonna let that one slide because I couldn't, I couldn't. But but sometimes things are revealed. Sometimes things are just there. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. Maybe we'll edit that out. We want to look like adults sometimes, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> we. We'd like to have people recognize us as professionals, which is what we are. Professionals. So you, let me tell you a little story about a professional professional moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how humorous this will, this will be, but let's let's talk about DJs. The and, work of uh, DJs. The work of DJs. Various mm-hmm. things. And I'm not even. I can't. I'm not like a working DJ. Like I'm. You know, it's just the occasional gig. Right. But the occasional gig is always obscure. There's always little obscure stories to tell. Did the little gig the other night for the homie um, whose band was performing in, like, this this little space. And uh, she wanted me to do that, like, the little after-party joint. Various nice. Various industry heads hanging out. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and what what kind of band? I don't really know how to categorize them. Kind of poppy, kind of kind of rock, but like definitely with some like electronic stuff too. Gotcha. They were doing a. It was just that night. It was just. Oh, the band's name is Cult Fever. Check for them. I think Shout out. Up. Shout out. Uh, it was uh, this drummer who was sick. She was killing it. Um, the homie Tamara, uh, lead singer, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I forget her dude's name, but, um, he was a good dude, uh, Joe. I think he was, he was on guitar, or guitar and bass. I couldn't really see him. I was actually in the back of the crowd when they were performing. Okay. But, um, but they were killing it. They did this one song with a, the rhythm, the kind of the rhythm section of it was just ridiculous. And I think they have a keyboardist too, but they, that, they weren't there for this performance. Anyway. I gotta say, it's usually a good sign when a band is hard to categorize. But I just want to throw that out there. But but continue on. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you know they're doing things. So, mm-hmm. um, and so you know they're at this this kind of ill studio space called the Lodge. Shout out. And um, so I'm doing the after party. So one thing is, I played a lot of funk. You know, typical Ian Head type set. Yeah. Eclectic funk. Soul, a little bit of jazz, not real slow stuff, a lot more upbeat stuff. But I got a couple, and some hip hop. Got a couple, you know, if you know about that, um, Rock Him, uh, the Ghetto, Only the Drums Mix, the serious, oh. serious 12 inch. Uh huh. Um, Long Live the Cane. I just came with a couple of things. Right. Uh, and, um, it was, it was a chill vibe. And at the end, or during it, but cats were coming up to me being like, oh shit, you're a funk DJ. Oh shit. This is an interesting a- reaction I hadn't ever gotten before. So right. something about the band, or at least like, I think just the music that the band plays, which I can't categorize, which is a good thing, mm-hmm. but something said that the DJ they were gonna bring, wasn't going to be playing funk. Okay. Because people were continually surprised that I was playing funky shit. So to them, you were slightly obscure, but pleasantly so. Yeah. You were the pleasantly obscure. Someone actually came over and said, I love that everything you're playing, I've never heard before. That's fresh. Which is fresh. It is. Which is fresh. And then the dance party broke out late. And cats got down on some uh the hot the hot eight brass band, you know about them? Oh yeah. The cover What's My Name cover? Mm-hmm. Classic. That's a mm-hmm. classic. Shout out DJ Center on that one. Um and uh yeah. But one I only got this once. But and it was it was kind of funny. That wasn't funny the reaction, it was just but cats come up to you, you take requests. Hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> this cat came up to me and he was kind of rocking like, this is stereotyping a little like, the big headphones, the backpack, you know, kind of yep. like me. <clears throat> yep. Right? Yep. So you're like a hip hop kid and he's kind of like, comes over, he's like, hey, uh, you take requests? And bear in mind, it's been a long ass week. I was pretty fried. I was happy that cats were digging it because I was pretty out of it. 
Thursday night, had to work the next day, I worked all that day. Right. And I was like, I smiled and I was like, nah. And he was like, he was like, oh, of course not. Okay, sorry. Oh, that's sweet. It was sweet. Sometimes cats come up. You have any reggaeton? No, no. 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 Smile. Come on. Not even one? No. <laughs> like, like you have it and you're hiding it. Yeah. Like you have it and you just won't let him have it. Like evidently someone approached fellow DJ and said, can you play some Drake? And they said, no. Don't take requests. We're here from the industry. We work, uh, we work for a, a serious label. We'd really like to play some, we'd like to hear some Drake. No. What, 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 wait, what, what, is, what is that supposed to do? You, we're gonna give you a record deal if you play Drake? What is that? Drake. Yeah, what is that? What is that? What about, hey, uh, you might, what, what, can I just plug in my iPod? I have some Drake on there. Whoa. See, that's, that's completely not understanding, understanding the game. Yeah. On so many levels. <clears throat> now tell us, Ian, why? Cause they're out there, these listeners, these young people, they're seeking game. They want to know why won't the DJ run requests? Yeah. So from your perspective, why not do requests? Cause DJs are hired. To be a DJ, to create a vibe. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think there probably are DJs that do requests, but I want to hear your perspective on this too. But I feel like you you asked me to DJ something. My mm-hmm. first question is, well, what do you want me to play? To the person who's who's either like hiring me or asking me to play play for them. Because I only, you know, I only have certain selections and I only like to play certain kinds of music. Right. You know, which is true of most DJs. And, you know, if you want that fucking hard techno dubstep shit. Right. I'm not your man. And, uh, but I'm there to create a vibe with the, with the selections and hopefully the selections, like the one woman said, that she never heard before, but she right. dug. You know what I mean? I'm hired for, to a certain degree, kind of my taste in music and my knowledge of, of music and how it goes together, right? I think that's kind of what, what you get a DJ for. For sure. You know? And so I'm there to play good music for a certain vibe. Well, not, to, not to take, not to take, like, now, I'm not saying I've never taken a request, but, like, I don't know. What you well, it, it feels like there's, there's variations in the type of DJ that gets hired, right? Yeah. And then do you know the type of DJ that you've hired? Well, and, and, but that's different. That's the person who, who was hired. And then there are the people who come who may not understand the different types of DJs. Like, there are some DJs who are just like, uh, I don't know how to put it. Like, they're just technical DJs, right? Like, they can put on records and play stuff. They know how to make sure 
It sounds good in the room. You know what I mean? They got the various equipment, various technologies for reproducing sound uh, songs, right? Yeah. But then there are cats who are known for creating, like you said, atmospheres, sounds, vibes, right? And so, but the first kind of DJ, the technical cat, you can tell them whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. What do you want me to play? Want me to play, uh, want me to play Bieber? We'll play Bieber. You want to hear Swift? We'll play Taylor. You know what I mean? But then there are people who are, no, no, no. You hired me to create this sound in this way. Or you just hired me. I do what I do. I don't care what you want me to do. I do what I do. You hired me. You know what I do. You get what I do. You know what I mean? I think that's pretty much the basic thing. I think one thing is that a lot of people only think of DJs as they think of radio DJs. Mm -hmm. Radio DJs, they have playlists, but there's also a lot of requesting. There's request lines. You know, like there's a lot of this kind of idea that, you know, you can call up and say, oh, I want to hear my favorite song, da-da-da, and dedicate it to, you know, Brian, because he bought me a new couch, and, <laughs> yeah, you know, hey. I really want to thank him. Hey, wait a minute. In Brian's defense, if you bought somebody a couch, bro, you should get more in a song. That's true. So I'm just saying. That's true. But you're right. But you're right. And I think that's what cats think of DJs like that. Oh, they're DJs. They can just, you know, they have all the music and they can just play whatever because that's what... No. 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 Some cats get real amped. They get real frustrated. You know, they create, like, multiple Facebook photos that post. They're like, no requests. Fuck you. I hate anyone who steps to me for requests. Right. It's not really that agitating, in my opinion. Although I'm not a full-time DJ, but sure, but uh, you know, it is kind of like you know, like respect the vibe. You don't you want to go hear reggaeton? You know, go to, go to the reggaeton spot. Go to go to the reggaeton spot. You know, but see, it also shows like what what is their understanding of what the vibe is supposed to be? Like like whatever you've created, how is the reggaeton going to fit in that? Yeah, Other than, exactly. I want to hear that song. Yeah. Or, I'm going to dance when you put that on. Then I'm going to go back to loitering and leering. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Loitering and leering. No, 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 friends. Nah. Not the spot. Just be cool. Exactly. The music is put on for you to dance or be cool. Yeah. Loving and lounging. Not loitering and leering. Exactly. Because loitering and leering makes everybody uncomfortable, and that limits the number of people who get to leave with a friend. That's right. Be cool. Let Ian Head handle the sounds. Everybody leave with a friend. Leave with a friend. That's all we want. Yeah. With a, a new companion. Let me just play these records, play these sounds, play these joints. You see, that's the other thing. Like, your, you got your stuff. You got your tables. You got your, your records. Did you have the, the, the computer up? Any Serato I jumping off? It was actually, it was more Serato. I had a couple, couple vinyl joints. These right. days, if you want to pay me nice money, I'm, I'm going to come with the, with the digitized vinyl, the Serato you, styles. You've got your setup. You've got your stuff. Yeah. No need for anybody else's iPod. Nah. 
Keep your iPod, son. Yeah. That's what you tell the youngsters. Keep your iPod. But you know it's all good. That 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 DJ gig was pretty cool. A lot of got some love from some various heads, which was cool. That so, is, you know, cool. made some that people cool. dance. It's all good. Yeah, man. You know it's weird. Have you ever been in one of those situations like the wedding DJ, where you're you're kind of expected to take requests? Yeah, that's that's wedding DJ is a different different kind of situation. different thing. Yeah. You you get the request. You say, "I got you." But you're still DJing. You're building your sound. You're doing your yeah. thing. You're flowing from yeah. this to this. And you see maybe four or five songs down the road. Okay, I'm seeing where that's going to fit in, right? Yep. Then you get one of the, the people getting married coming over. Hey, could you run such and such? Yep. Now, it's their day. If yep. they want you to run such and such, you run it. That sets back where the song, what I'm getting to is, have you ever had the bitter requester yes. returning? Yes. With where's, the, man. Where's my biggie? You said you play LL. Yeah. You said I've you had, had that. It. You said you had it. That's why I never, I never promise anything on the request. Mm-hmm. Even if, even if you roll over and you are looking extremely nice and and even if I'm a little thirsty I can't there's no guaranteeing on requests no. I'm going to I'm going to try try yeah. is a key word right there yeah you know what I mean yeah try is key you want you want some biggie I got some biggie might not be the biggie you want hey yo hey yo hey yo but and of course I'd rather play you know, I'd rather play like unbelievable than juicy. Just because I've heard juicy five million times. But you know, like, um, and you can't be unhappy when I play. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't play Who Shot You at the fucking lounge set, but probably not. Probably. Not. I, I want to steer clear of. Uh... <laughs> but. Uh, don't, don't, you know, if I play LL, I'm bad, and didn't play, um, you know, pink cookies in a plastic bag, don't, don't get pissed, you know? Right. If I, Milky Cereal is still an upbeat song, and I might play that instead of Jingling Baby. Wow, don't, you're... Don't, don't, don't get angry. You're asking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, Let me you're, just say, youngsters, check for your LL, Milky Cereal, Fly Headhunters Loop. He's killing it. It's upbeat. You can play it in the club if you if, if, if you if you just slide it into that set. Do that. Run that song. LL. Wow. But... Basically, back to your question. Yeah, I've had cats annoyed. But you just say, yeah, I'm going to try. Or you say no. Yeah. yeah reggaeton, yeah. I have no reggaeton. Shout out, Kelly. Probably not listening to this, but shout out. Always getting a little little jokey argument about reggaeton. But no, I have no reggaeton. But no. if you're like, if the vibe is, is classic, I'm just killing some 90s, 
and you turn turn to me and you're like, you got Eric B and Rakim, know the ledge? I might smile and drop that one or two joints later. Right. You know? Right. It might it might go down. But it, it's like the quality of the request too. Yeah. Sometimes a request will come along and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, good call. Yo, when someone, when someone requests, <laughs> get up, get out, outcast. Yeah. Like, that's just like, oh shit. Like, you're gonna, you and your friends are gonna request that song, and then I'm gonna drop that song, and you're gonna go wild on that song, which isn't right. necessarily a party song. Classic. I love right. that kind of shit. You know what I mean? But it depends on the vibe and it depends on, you know, the request and shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. One day, I will, we'll tease this. We'll tease this. One day I'll share for the listeners my greatest DJ fail. Ooh. I think we should, I think that should be a mutual thing. We both share. That'll be great. DJ fail. That'll be great. Next time. Next time. Now speaking of, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to go with one final thing because I, this is, I've gone a little far long on this, I know. But speaking of fails that I flipped into a, a win, mm-hmm. I actually, this is the problem with Serato youngsters. Hit the wrong button, something might happen. Oh, yeah. I'm vibing. Cats, this is also the problem when cats come over and talk to you and you're talking to people instead of concentrating on the mix. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I blend in the nice Raphael Sadiq. Mm, which joint? Uh, Sky. How is it? What's the rest of the name of that joint? Um, I don't have my iTunes open. Got gotcha. you. It's like the final joint on um Instant Vintage. Oh, word. Yeah. Word. I'm sleeping Real on that. Real smooth classic joint. Word up. Um, and... Uh, Blend that in. It's sounding nice. They're walking away. I think I'm slick to load up the next MP3. Hit. Load it up on the wrong turntable. Boom. Raphael becomes. Um. Forget the name of the the joint. Uh. Mount. Man, I'm blanking on the classic, but it's a b-boy classic. What? Don't 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 with a little scratch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mount Airy Groove. Mount Airy Groove. There it is. Yeah. So, boom, Mount Airy Groove. Luckily, no one notices. And then, literally 30 seconds later, well, they don't notice the mix, but they notice the song. Cast start dancing. Boom, dance party starts. Wow. Yeah. So the, the fail that that didn't fail. Right. But anyway, we'll come back to these failing, these embarrassing moments later on. Oh yeah. Drop, so drop some some new signs, some new styles. New styles. You about to go in? I just wanted to to touch on this. You know, this may just be a us conversation. It may just it may not be of interest, which actually means it probably is perfect for the podcast. So I'm at the spot today. I'm searching for records. This is the same spot that say I don't know. A month ago, I sold a bunch of records. Yeah, check your freshman and your father podcast archive. You'll hear. 
So I go to the spot because there's a sale. I'm digging through the sale records. No record priced higher than two ninety nine. We keeps a dollar. Flip it through there. I see several joints that I sold. Now, as I said before, I felt a little undersold, but it's all to the good. Got credit. I flipped that credit into some jewels. I'm not mad. Then I search through the really small hip hop section, and I see a joint that I sold them selling for twenty five bills. Whoa. Right. So I get the rush of anger at myself. And as I'm holding it up, the guy walks by the guy one of the guys working there who wasn't there when I sold the stuff and goes, Oh yeah, that's a really serious piece right there. I'm like, Oh I know. I sold it. You sold it. Yeah. I felt bad putting that sticker on there. No shit, friend. Now, I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm only mad at myself because if I had time, I could have flipped that record for what, 15? Which would have been roughly half of what I made in the trade-in for a full box of records. So from their end, they take records that they could only get 50 cents for because they're going to sell a record for 25. That's it, it's it's pretty weak on their end, but it's the way the game works. Yeah, but it's, it's also like you you aren't going to sell records there again. I will, but I will argue. See, <laughs> I wasn't sure if I could haggle. Uh huh. Now I'll haggle. Yeah, I'll totally haggle. But I like the people that work there. If it helps pay their salaries, so be it. You're a nice and plus, guy. It was the piece was curious. It was a curious piece. Now, let me throw this out here for you. Several professional your father podcast listeners might be able to speak on this as well. The joint was the Stones Throw 10-year anniversary compilation. Uh-huh. Several joints that either A, I have on other pieces of vinyl yep. or digital, or I have zero interest in. Yep. So... It had more value to them or to someone else than it was going to have to me anyway. Right? Yep. Would you have sold it? Yeah. I mean, unless there was a, unless there was a joint on there that you couldn't get anywhere else and that, uh, I just really loved. It, I'm sorry. That's not, that's not that heavy of a piece. Not I mean, that it's a heavy, heavy. piece because there's other, there's some heavy joints on there, but a lot of those heavy joints, like, they're available on, like, multiple other things. I think it's just the Stone's Throw Nut yeah. Job Collectors. Yeah. There must exactly. be Stone's Throw Collectors out there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't sweat that. I'm not That's sweating. Me. That, to me, you're selling that piece for 25 Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. about that. I mean, and if they can get it, more power to them. Yeah, yeah. But that's the way it works. Going, you throw something up on eBay. Cats get the bidding. Yeah, you, you know. But you want to spend twenty five on it? I'm happy to take it. That's like the dude. That's like the dude we talked about. This the dude who was trying to sell Michael Jackson bad for five bucks. <laughs> uh, at the stoop sale. At the wow. stoop sale. Wow. 
And these two girls laughed at him. <laughs> Five bucks. Hey, as uh, I'm blanking on his name, our homie from The Wire, Clay Davis. Clay Davis. I take any motherfucker's money if they're giving it to me. Word. So, you ask for it, they give it, so it goes. It's just a weird moment when you're flipping through the stacks and you see your joints. Yeah, definitely. definitely. You see your discards. And one piece, this is a weird piece. You know, Quincy Jones' Stomp? Yeah. Several remixes. Had the 12 with two, it was doubles. In the, in the sleeve. Uh huh. Selling that for seven bills. Huh. Is there a market for that? I don't know, but I don't know if a lot of these stores know, know exactly what's up. They just kind of go for it. They do. They do. They do. Yeah. Um, so it goes. The record game. The record game. So. It's, 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 it's a game. Life is a game. It remains intense. It does. Whose line is that? Who is that? Who did I just quote? I'm trying to think. Well, then there's P, P Rock and CL Smooth would say it's not a game. Oh. Who else is talking about whether it's a game? Oh, I, I think people go back and forth. Sometimes it's all in the game. It's all in the game. Sometimes it's not a game. Game doesn't change. The game will change on you. Yeah. Mm. And often people want you to peep game. So game has to be real for you to peep it. Absolutely. If you're spitting game, if I'm gonna, if one person is spitting game, the other person has to peep that game. Right. Right. Because the game, if it's spit, is visible. But then sometimes, quit playing games. Yeah. Usually people are playing games with minds or hearts. It's true. But sometimes you would, you would say, hate the player, not the game. Right. Or hate the game, not the player. It can go both ways. Can go both ways. But either way, when it jumps off, game on. Game on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there must have been a, a Wu Tang acronym for for G A M E, but I'm not sure what it would be. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it could be so many things. Yep. Yep. Yeah, possibilities are endless. Gaining, gaining anatomical mathematics every time. Every day. Every day. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Hit you with that science. Hit you with those mathematics. Do the knowledge. Fresher than your father podcast. Boom. Boom. I think it might be time for the lyrical renaissance. It's absolutely time to just, just hit cast youngsters. Hipsters, haters, gamers, it's time it's for on. these lyrics, it's time for these words. Now, by the time a lot of listeners will be checking for this joint, 
It'll be February, which for me is unofficial Dilla month. Word. Great Jay Dilla. JD passed. February of what year was that? Oh six? Oh six, man. <laughs> time flies. Am I laughing at, at Dilla? I'm just laughing at how fast time flies. Time really does. Yeah, it's crazy. Um and his last album came out like a week before that. Yep. Infamous uh, Donuts. Classic Donuts. Yep. So we're gonna celebrate the memory of Dilla. And what we can, we can, I think, safely say is a, a, a pretty ridiculous catalog of verses. And by ridiculous, I mean nonsensical and silly. Yes. And we say this with the greatest respect. Yeah. So, without too much further ado, I want to run a joint from the posthumous release, The Shining. The track entitled Won't Do. Won't Do. Won't Do. Incredible beat, as usual, Dilla. Oh, my gosh. Isley Brothers. Yeah. Flips it so hard. Flipping it. The hook, he says, one won't do. Two is not enough for me. No. No. Now let's take it from Tippity. How this thing went from Jacob to Tiffany's. Could have kept this real with this real brother. Well, he says the N-word. Do we say the N-word? What's our stand on the N-word, Ian? You, you've occasionally gone there, especially when you felt that the way the N-word was said needed to be, needed to be recited. Yeah. I, and part of the reason I picked this one is it's light on N-word. So, all right. <clears throat> Could have kept it real with this real N or kept your mouth closed. Maybe we could deal with you. She gets two freaks, the wife and the boss. Had all three of them liking it raw. Pimp put on weight from fighting them off. (laughs) In the mall, you see it and like it, it's yours. yours. That's a a nice fit. You ain't got to price shit. I pays for it like the mics and the source. That's a nice fit. You ain't got a price. <laughs> oh, Dilla. All right. <clears throat> we pack big bags out of Saks Fifth Ave. Mister, put them in the back where the fifth at. <laughs> and the fifth is a gun, right? I'm assuming that's a gun. The fifth. Yeah. Yeah. The, the four fifth. Hang on. Well, the four fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mister. <laughs> he's, he's telling the. <laughs> Mister. <laughs> he's telling the staffer. All right. <clears throat> I need space for all of my women. In these days, the arguing is limited. I replace the broad if she tripping. It's deep game and all of the pimping. You got one, that's cool. Nowadays, everybody got two. That'll do, but I need another one. Yep, I need another one. Another one. One won't do. Two is not enough for me, no. Now, it's a short joint, so I'm, I'm going to run the, the second verse. Let's see, I got one, got two, got... Tell me, do you got what I need? 
a fourth party that can run our team, you know, keep them in line because one might need it. He's saying I need a fourth chick just to keep the other three in line. There's a guy that your hun might creep with. She might do some freak neck shit on you. I keep to the beats and boning him. Whole body blinging like 3PO, nigga. <laughs> the classic Star Wars shout out. Whole body blinging like 3PO. The whole body. And when I pull that fucker out, it attracts the gold diggers with them big old jelly smuckered out. Make Dill want to tuck it in. But the truck got the fifth element like Tucker's in it. You know about the fifth element, that movie with Chris Tucker? Yeah. The truck got the fifth element like Tucker's in it. All you hear is them custom 10 inches beating like 15s. Ma, can I fit in them jeans? You seem like a true team player for real, love. Fuck with your boy Jay to the Della. Wow. Love songs from Jay Della. It's the most ridiculous thing. He made a, oh, he made a song about how he has to have multiple women. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> stupid. It really is. And what's, what's crazy is that you go back and listen. I think Dilla and Kanye are similar in that they were, they're great producers who rhyme and their production strength and their artistic strength is so great, it'll change the way cats rhyme to rhyme more like them. People who are better MCs than them yep. will start rhyming the way they rhyme. Kind of baffles the mind. Totally. Totally. I mean, like, the, the, the Kanye Common albums, he rhymes like Kanye. Yep. And you know, he was he was taking some of these 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 Dilla styles. Yep. Cats took these Dilla styles. Unbelievable. Wow. Like but they, whole body blinging. Like three whole body bling. Oh yeah. It's so much jewels. <laughs> but I think my favorite because when you see it. it I guess I always thought he was saying, I'm Mr. Put him in the back where to fit that. But no, he, the way you read it, it's like we packed the big bags out of Saks Fifth Ave. Mr. (laughs) Put him in the back where to fit that. Because you know the young man working at Saks Fifth Avenue wants to know where the gun is. He was curious about that. Uh, or maybe we're, maybe they're both wrong. Maybe it's something else. Maybe. Maybe. These, these lyrical sites, you never know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yep. I just want to, unless we, we may not return to this. I don't want to ruin it, but uh, like Frank and Dank, we know they're, they're classic friends of Dilla. Yep. Another choice that we might have run with, there's a great line. Back and forth like a big old ass. I'm a Mac, of course. 
that's a big old ass, got me up in this motherfucker. I am in this motherfucker. <laughs> He's taking lessons from Nori. That's Frank. Yep. Yeah. That's Frank, who apparently has an old album out with Mad Lib. I died just don't understand. Oh, yeah. How could you bear to listen to a whole album of Frank? Oh, my gosh, dude. I, no. 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 Frank Nitty. Oh, my God. Cats are on some different shit. And I can't even say it's youngsters. You don't youngsters. No. No. That that was Frank. And, and Frank, man. He says Frank Nitty in the place to be with J to the D or with J D to the Is it how does he say it? It's Frank Nitty in the place to D with J D to the Ella and the L I B. That's not too bad. So let me see you touch the sky. Let me see you raise them hands up high. That, that that's some classic old school Classic stuff. Type type shit, block party type stuff. But like Yeah. But like, I don't know. Listeners, you go out and listen. Look up some of that Frank and Dank. Oh, it's great. Oh man, it's Dank hard looking for hoes. The ones that's working it hard, I'm looking for those, so they can shake our, so they can shake their ass for us. I told y'all they make nasty trust. Oh my God, it's so bad. It really is it's horrible. It really is. My God! Wow! Yeah! Wow! There, you know, we've discussed this before. Genius producers like to surround themselves with their whack rapper friends. It's the most curious thing. It's it happens on continually. I feel like. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All the time. Yeah. <clears throat> All the time. I mean, yeah. Pete Rock, Pete Rock, his his B team guys, I feel like were decent. They at least had mad character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They weren't lyrical geniuses, but they had really good, some good voices. Yep. You know. Yep. Yep. But uh, but man, so many friends. It's just out there. Some of these. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's madness. Madness. But what are you going to do? Geniuses. You play the beats. Listen to the joints. You like those instrumental albums. Yeah. Or you you even just listen to the cat's rhyme and and it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It's just one of those things where, like, I listen to a rhyme. I can do, you know, four or five songs, and I'm like, oh, I can't. Depends what kind of mood I'm in, but, you know. But then you get the instrumental album and you're you good. It's all good. You know? It, life's much better with the instrumental album. Yeah, you know, it relaxes the brain. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. Settles you out. You know? Drink a little mm-hmm. drink a little tea. Chill out. Put a little of that, that instrumental Dilla beats on in the background. You're good. Life's all right. You're at peace. You're at peace. That's, what, that's how we want to end podcasts is with you at peace. Just. What 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 Dilla songs should they look up on YouTube right now? Just to 
piece their mind out. They 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 turn off fresher than your father. What's direct them in? Send them home. Dilla beat. Yeah. What instrumental should they go on YouTube and look for right now? I'm just gonna say that one of my all-time favorites. I'm not sure if you're gonna agree with me on this. Of of to, to piece your mind out. Yep. When go with that that all good beat off the Illa J album. Unbelievable instrumental. Yeah. Unbelievable. Cause the 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 percussion sounds is so weird and amazing. Yep. And then you get the do do. Yeah, it's the way you flip that that uh, that book above. It's crazy. It's all good.